Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Astrology Did Not Change My Life. I am still that bitch, hosted by your girl, Plutonian Aquarius. So, we are on our last sister sign pair, Virgo and Pisces. And I enjoy talking about all the signs, because I love all the signs equally. Mm-hmm. It's not like I have a specific um, bias towards Capricorn or anything. No, no, mm-hmm. no, uh-uh, none of that. But before I even get into the actual content, again, just some more housekeeping stuff. So in case you weren't aware, I have a website called PlutonianAquarius.ca, and I offer a whole bunch of astrological services. They range all the way from 25 to 400 my cheapest offerings are for $25, and there's two things available for $25. The first thing that I have is just your bird chart breakdown. And so I just go through all of the placements, so your personal planets, your outer planets, and all of the aspects that your personal planets will have. I'll also look at your house system, so what your rising sign is, what your midheaven is, and where all of these planets are located within that 12 house system. I find that a lot of the online free chart systems will just give you the very bare basics, like just your personal planet, but it won't really tell you your aspects and not too much about your house system. And if you wanted to know more about that kind of stuff, like then you need to have a little bit more understanding of astrological aspects and I guess a little bit more training, for lack of a better word. But I offer that for just $25. And then... The other thing that I have is my ICU series. These are 20-minute recordings where I talk about just a specific placement in your chart and how you can use that to your advantage. And it takes in con into consideration all the nuances of your specific placement. And you use that knowledge to your advantage. So right now what I have is self-care based on your moon sign. So if you know what your moon sign is, 20-minute recording is available where I talk about what an appropriate self-care routine looks like for you. In fact, if you're not already following me on Instagram on Plutonian Aquarius, that's my IG handle, I have a whole bunch of sneak peeks about these recordings. So if you're interested or if you know somebody that might be interested in, just tell them to go over to my Instagram page or you can just find me on plutonianaquarius.ca and all of these little services are available. And then the other astrological readings that I provide, and this is for $50, it's just a very specific question about your placement. So if you have any questions about anything in your birth chart, I will just answer that one question just for $50 and I'll go in depth into any question that you have about your birth chart. And so after that, for $100, I offer the big three reading. So I look at your rising sign, your moon sign, and your sun sign, and how all of these three come in together to form the foundation of your personality. And so that's, this is where all of my birth chart astrology readings start, really. And so I provide an in-depth analysis. And then for 150, I have three offerings. And so I have the love reading. And so the love reading is mainly me analyzing 
a lot of the aspects that I think are important in your chart when it comes to love and relationship. And I talk about what a healthy relationship looks like for you and what it is that you need. So in terms of wounds or healing that you need to go through in order to have that healthy relationship that you really aspire. And it could be a healthy relationship with yourself or for others. And so after that, I also have a professional career reading where I look at your midheaven or your 10th house and all the other aspects related to your midheaven. And I talk about all the potential career pathways for you that would be suitable for you, really. And then after that, I have your life purpose reading where I look at your north node and your south node placements. And I tell you what it is that you came here to do and what your purpose in this lifetime is because that's what your north node really is and I talk about what things you need to overcome maybe in order for you to reach your highest potential then for $200 I have compatibility readings or synastry readings where I look at again the compatibility level between you and your person of interest which can include a friend a parent or a romantic interest you just have to specify and you need to have at least known them for a year and so I will look at your aspects or your placements in your bar chart and your person's in person of interest placement and I will go I'm essentially going to look at the relationship between both of your placements and theirs and that is for $200 and my most expensive reading is for $400. Yes, it's an investment. Is your full birth chart reading. I go into all of your planets, all of the aspects of your personal planets, and all of your planets being in your house system. So I talk about your rising sign, your midheaven, your fourth house, your seventh house. All, and I also include your north node and your south node placements as well. Mm-hmm. So I suggest reading through my disclaimer page before you even book a reading where I go through, again, a lot of my do's and don'ts for my readings and what the process looks like. And also a frequently asked page where if you have any questions, chances are all of your questions can be answered on that page. But I suggest reading that before you even consider booking a reading. But regardless, if you want to know more about your chart, I'd suggest booking a reading with me. Alrighty, now that that's out of the way, I'm going to go over to today's content. So for the last couple of episodes, I was trying a different format where I was mainly breaking up my episodes because I talk a lot. But I think for this episode, I'm going to go all in one stretch because unfortunately, I like to go back and forth. And I need to have that, again, hour-long episode to just go back and forth between all of the ideas in my head. Regardless, I'll finally move on to the actual content that I'm sure most of you guys came for. I'm pretty sure you guys maybe just glaze over the stuff that I talk about when it comes to my <laughs> services. But it is a little bit bittersweet for me to finally get to the end of all of the signs because again I 
I honestly love talking about astrology and I love all of the signs and all the opportunities and lessons that they provide us to learn and grow and to understand the world better and to understand and appreciate all the complexities and the nuances that make up all of us. And whether or not you listened to my episodes about all of the other signs, I hope that if you did, that you can appreciate the signs just as much as I do. Whether or not you have these placements as, like whether or not you have these signs, sorry, as placements in your chart. Maybe you have an Aquarius in your life and you learned more about Aquarians and really truly appreciated their energy. Because that is what I want you to take out of all of these episodes. But a Virgo and Pisces, the last sister sign pair, they both are extremely compassionate and giving individuals. And it's really interesting that despite the way that they give back to the people around them or the way that they heal can be very different their essence is the same. They are healers. They are compassionate individuals. They are here to make the world a better place. They really truly are. Whether they believe it or not, there's just this deep empathy that they have within them and it has to be released out into the world. Which is very interesting because Virgo and Pisces are both mutable signs and they're both feminine signs. So that means that the energy that they have is brought inwards. So they need to bring their compassion and empathy out there into the world and to actually be of service to others. But the way that they do it is very, again, opposite. And that's the reason why they're opposite signs. But yet, the fact that they still have that same overarching theme of compassion and service makes them sister signs and a sister pair in general. Now to start off, Virgo is represented by the Virgin. And again, like I mentioned, it's a mutable earth sign and it's a feminine sign as well. And I mentioned before for other signs like Aquarius and Gemini, if you're represented by human, a lot of the times the lessons in your life are about having this like mental self-awareness. You have to be in touch with the thoughts that are in your head. And how you, again, having that awareness, that mental self-awareness is super important for you to reach the highest expression of your sign. And as a Virgo, the highest expression of your sign is to be of service to others. Virgo is also ruled by the sign of Mercury. But the way that it's expressed in the sign of Virgo is quite different than the way it's expressed in Gemini. And it's also very interesting because the reason why it differs is as we go through the different signs, because the zodiac is a wheel, as we go through each different sign, we're actually progressing more into understanding and our evolution and our journey into becoming a more self-evolved human. And so in Gemini, we're first learning about our thoughts and our, like, just the thoughts that make up our mind. And having that self-awareness of our mind in general. But then in Virgo, we start to realize that the thoughts in our head have to be put out into the world in a way that's tangible and it makes sense. 
And that's because at the end of the day, Virgo is an earth sign. And all earth signs have this one thing in common, and that's that they will only do things that are pragmatic. Everything that they have, all that energy that they have, it has to be, it has to be extended outwards in a realistic fashion. And so again, all of these ideas that are probably racing through their head because Virgo is ruled by Mercury, it has to be, it has to be used in a practical sense. Otherwise, what's the point? And so Virgo being ruled by a virgin, and I want to just clarify that virginity isn't in terms of like sexuality. That's a very old school patriarchal idea. And the actual, <laughs> the actual very traditional definition before, I guess, you know, patriarchy took over. And you can find this more in-depth explanation on Jessica Davidson's website, actually. She has a very nice article about this, about Virgo, really. And so essentially, virginity means that you are self-contained, that you are self-possessed. You answer to nobody but you. The only person that you really belong to is yourself. Not a man, not a husband, not a father. It's just you. So it's not really, again, being a virgin isn't just based on her, you know, stereotypical ideas of sexuality. No, it's a lot more deeper than that. And of course, did you think I was going to subscribe to that kind of stuff? No, I only do the esoteric stuff. Why only just really look at your soul and your potential and how you can improve and be better, right? And so that's the whole idea of why Virgo is such a perfectionist because they like to live by their ideals. They have a very strong sense of integrity, a very strong set of ideals that they live by. Everything that they think about in their head, they want to manifest out into the world. But the problem with that sometimes is, is that when you do that, you're chasing this perfectionist dream that essentially can be a myth because again, perfection doesn't exist, right? There's no way that everything can be just the way that we imagine or think. It's unfortunately we live in the real world. Unfortunately, we have limitations when it comes to the world around us. Very similar to the way Cap Capricorn approaches the world as well, where there's just some natural order that we have to follow by. And that's what we have to use to present all the ideas that we have in our head. And that we can't always be chasing this dream that again, may look pretty and perfect. Virgo comes after the sign of Leo as well. And in Leo, this is when we start to be very, very true to who we are, right? We start to build this strong sense of self. But the whole idea of building that strong sense of self, like I mentioned in the sign of Leo, is that we want to give back to the world. Because when we have this strong sense of self, we find out what our purpose is. And our purpose usually is manifested outwards. And that almost always involves us contributing to the world, where we find out what our place in the world is. And so we take all of that energy that we build off in the sign of Leo 
to build our personality, to create this strong sense of me. This is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. And in a way, we really bring it down to earth in the sign of Virgo. Because Virgo knows who they are. They have their ideals. They have this sense of integrity as a virgin. (laughs) But what that essentially means is that now that you know who you are, now you go out and be of service to the world around you. And again, that's probably also why Virgo is labeled as a workaholic. Because they realize that what they're here to do is to be of service to others. They know that all of the ideals that they have, they come from a very loving and an unconditional place of love. Because it's not easy to want to make the world a better place and to know how to do it. And to constantly be willing to put yourself out there. But the whole idea that Virgo has to try and make the world a better place, it can sometimes veer into like very intense criticism. And then again, that's where we have the negative manifestations of Virgo. And that usually happens when they're not really tuned into their own self-awareness. And that's where the critical Virgo comes in where they're nitpicking over everything because they're chasing this perfectionist ideal, this dream that they have, and not necessarily taking into consideration that the world doesn't work that way. The world isn't perfect. And not to mention that we can't change people. That's probably the worst part about it all. Why can't everybody just be as loving and compassionate and willing to put in the effort as you, Virgo, right? The world would be so much more efficient, so much more nice if everybody just did their part and contributed to the world instead of, well, just focusing on themselves. That's because at the end of the day, we all have our own journeys and we all have our ways to get to that place. And maybe some of us don't, but again, it's our own journey and it's for, and it's up to us to figure out how we get there. And What it really boils down to, because at the end of the day, Virgo, I say that a lot, at the end of the day, because it all just boils down to the fact that Virgo is an earth sign, and you need to do things that are tangible and pragmatic, and sometimes the best way to do that is to get in touch with you and yourself and your own body, and so all of these ideas and visions that you may have, apply them to yourself. Because it's only when you start focusing on yourself and how you can improve your own life that it actually ends up extending outwards. You quite literally become the change that you want to see in the world. So maybe you see, and again, Virgo being an earth sign, the only way that I can help you understand this energy is by giving you examples. I can't just talk about theories that just sounds so abstract so say Virgo you're worried about a friend that isn't necessarily eating as well as they should and now they're complaining of chronic stomach issues in your head you're aware of what it is that they need to eat what they need to stop eating to be able to control those symptoms that pop up with their stomach your friend isn't necessarily willing to listen. And it's very, very frustrating because you can see what the problem is. 
but they don't. And so the problem with that is that unfortunately, if somebody's not willing to listen, we can't do anything about it. And what you can really do is just follow through with what you can do for yourself. And then the right people will eventually approach you for the advice that you are putting into your own life. So while it can sound counterintuitive for you to not want to, again, not want to help the people around you, sometimes it's necessary for you to put yourself first. Because the only way that we can try and make the world a better place is from ourselves first. And I mentioned that in the sign of Aquarius as well. That just by being us and existing as who we are, we make the world a better place. And then the right people eventually come to us to learn. Your lesson in this lifetime is to develop self-actualization. And what that really means is to develop awareness of all of the different habits and activities that make up you as an individual. It's a very more, it's a more of a mental thing versus if you, your symbol was more so, again, an animal. And I talked about this in the other episodes. So it's very different in the way that you become more self-aware in the sign of Virgo than it is in Gemini, where you're more attuned to your thoughts because Gemini is an air sign. Here, Virgo, as an earth sign, you need to be more in touch with your five senses. So you need to develop an awareness of things that you can see, feel, hear, touch, again, all of your five senses. And so the best way for you to really do that and there's a reason why Virgo is represented by the sixth house or rules over the sixth house because the sixth house is the house of rituals and routines. And so as an earth sign, you have to develop routines that make sense in your head so that you can become more aware of you as an individual. And what is the best way to do that is to figure out all of these different habits that make up you, that make you feel comfortable, that make sense in your everyday life. And so it's really interesting because the virgin means that you are contained and that you do not belong to anybody. But yet, the that can't happen all the time because you have to exist out there in the world and you have to interact with the people around you and you have to give yourself to the world. I know that sounds super weird as I said that out loud, but what I really mean is that you have to experience life because the only way that you can really truly understand all of your values, your core values, right, to really develop that sense of integrity is by experiencing life, making those mistakes, like being in those uncomfortable situations where, again, your values are challenged, where your worth is, again, taken for granted. That's the only way that you can figure out what is really true to you. And the best part about all of this is that you're a mutable sign. You are adaptable. So if something doesn't work out for you, you can change it, right? If it doesn't 
align with your core values, that's fine. You just change it right back up. And so what I'm really getting into is that as an earth, an earth sign that is here to learn more about themselves, really the best way you can learn about yourself is through all of these different habits that you are here to develop. Because really, the only person at the end of the day that you can really truly change is you. And really, it definitely sounds like I'm going back and forth because on one minute, I'm telling you to focus on yourself. But then the next minute, I'm telling you to take that energy and put it outwards because it all just comes down to the fact that the best way for you to really truly be of service to people is to first put yourself through that service. Be of service to yourself, really. Because again, you're following through with your own core values. You are being true to who you are. But you still have to experience the world around you. And it's funny because Virgo comes right before the sign of Libra. And Libra is the sign of relationships. Libra is the sign that loves to connect everybody around them. They like to be around people. So it's really no coincidence that Virgo comes before the sign of Libra. You have to learn who you are before you can give yourself to others. But you must give yourself to others. And maybe it's a just it, the way that it ends up coming into the sign of Virgo or the way that it's expressed in Virgo is a little bit more different because it's an earth sign versus Libra being an air sign. You explore world through your five senses and you adapt when you're not comfortable. And really, what you're here to do, Virgo, is in a way to get in touch with your body. And there's a reason why Virgos are very big, holistic health people. There's a lot of Virgos in the self-help industry, I, at least in the wellness community as well, especially the wellness community, because they know that the things that they do for their body, so many other people could really, really benefit from it. And again, Virgo being an earth sign, they're, they're only going to be giving you tips and tricks and tools and guides that you can put into your everyday life because they've done it themselves. It's worked for them. And they're not going to, they are not going to preach something that they don't believe in. It just doesn't work that way because they are true to themselves. They are true to who they are. And if <laughs> maybe I'm biased about this, but I genuinely think that if anybody could really truly save the world, it's a Virgo. Because they, yes, they're perfectionists, but they're very adaptable. And again, the perfectionist nitty picky, nitpicky like Virgo is again that negative manifestation when they're not being true to who they are. And part of being true to who you, who do you, who you are, sorry, stumbling on my words, is the fact that you have to understand that perfection is a myth. And that the way that our world exists, it's messy. And that itself is the beautiful part about the world around us. 
all of the different nuances that make up the human existence, is the mess, is the ugly parts that we all have to experience for us to really truly build an even stronger sense of self. Because yes, while we may think that we know who we are, we could change that by going through the human existence. And that's what makes it very different in the sign of Leo and then in the sign of Virgo to have that strong sense of who we are. Perfection exists in, well, just the everyday human existence. That is not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And that it's human to have bad days. It's human to have good days as well. And that all of that together makes up our life. And that we have to adapt accordingly. So if you feel very tired, go and sleep. You feel like you don't have enough energy because you're not eating properly? Eat the meals that you need, right? Your body feels very, very sluggish. I was going to say drugged, and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Sluggish. Go on and move. Move that in a way that makes sense to you. Get in touch with your body. That's what Virgo is reminding us to do. Because really, truly trying to understand yourself is, it starts from us. It starts from our body, really. Because we can get so caught up in our own heads, which, again, Virgo really knows personally. Their minds are racing all the time. We can get so caught up in our heads that we neglect ourselves, especially in a world, at least in North America, where hustle culture is so prevalent, where we just have to keep going. We have to keep pushing ourselves that we neglect ourselves. And when we start neglecting ourselves, we start neglecting the world around us in a way. And I know that sounds, that sounds very confusing, but Virgo reminds us that we cannot give and we cannot pour from a cup that is super, super depleted and drained and empty. And while you must strive to work hard and to strive to get that, to get that bank, right, to get the job done, It can't be at the expense of us. And that is that sense of balance and perfection that really Virgo is really, really trying to achieve in this lifetime. The idea of perfection has to come from within. Perfection is in the everyday little things that we do to take care of ourselves. And we really can truly know that something is off by listening to our body. Virgo is on their own little journey to do that. Virgo is here to do that. That part of really knowing who you are means also listening to your body. Because your body is also a part of who you are. Yeah, we know that like it's our soul that really is our essence, which is what we see in the sign of Leo. But at the end of the day, our soul is in a meat vessel. (laughs) And we got to listen to that meat vessel. Because that meat vessel is what carries out our soul's purpose. Our soul's gifts and talents. It's extended outwards. So you can't just keep 
burning out all of that passion out into the world, if you're tired and exhausted, you need to have a plan. So work hard, play hard. But playing hard also means taking care of yourself. And that's what Virgo's here to do. Because, again, in the sign of Virgo, we are here to be of service to others. But we can only be of service to others when we are in service of ourselves. When we take care of ourselves, we can go out and take care of others. And that only starts from us. When we take care of ourselves, now when somebody else comes to us to, well, seek healing, we'll be able to actually truly listen to them. Because we know exactly what they were going through. We were in their shoes. And that's why it's also no surprise that there's so many Virgos that are, well, healers. Whether they're energy workers, whether they're physical healers like doctors or nurses, massage therapists. Because all of that energy that they have for maintaining this idea of perfection, they, again, channel it into very realistic manners. Which involves your body a lot of the times. Now, depending on what else is going on in your chart, you can be a little bit more specific on the things that you heal. Like you're a specialist, like you're a neurologist, or maybe you're a holistic healer. Where you take all of the different facets of who you are as an individual into consideration. And you realize that if one part is out of balance, it's a little bit hard for you to feel at ease. So that means... Your sleep schedule, your sleep cycle is just as important as what you eat and how much you exercise and how you exercise. And it's really super, super interesting to me to see a Virgo actually in action. It's actually funny because I have a Virgo midheaven. So I actually come across as a Virgo in my professional life. And I do approach my work environment as a Virgo. I have, very, I have a very strong work ethic. And that will always get in the way for me um, because I'm a healthcare worker and I like to just keep giving at the expense of me. So, but the way that I approach healing is definitely from a very physical and tangible perspective, even though I have a lot of air in my chart. And so whatever I do have going on in my head, I can bring it down to the actual physical body. And actually figure out what's going on in my patient's body. And how I can how I can work towards improving it. A Virgo in action is so attuned to details and all the little things that are necessary. And all the little details that make up part of the whole. Yes, it's totally possible to get caught up in the details. But they realize that it's the details... That are necessary. And also devil is in the details as the saying goes. And that's the reason why they'll stick by those rituals and those habits. Because those little things that they do for their body. Literally lead up to overall health. And basically maintain this strong sense of self in their body. Yes you need to sleep just as much as you need to eat healthy. As much as you need to exercise. And so they have all of these small little rituals and Virgo is here to remind us to do that build those little rituals those little routines those little habits that you can incorporate into your everyday life and you adapt accordingly if something doesn't work 
but have those routines, have those habits that you can use when the rest of the world gets so overwhelming. You have something to come back to. You build that sense of stability for you in your life. And when you are able to do that, you can go out and conquer the world and you can approach the world head on. And that is how Virgo learns to be of service to others. Just through those little, small, often overlooked things that are hiding behind the humble, modest sign of Virgo. They are very modest and humble individuals, I find. They're just like, oh, yeah, no, that's nothing. Yeah, hmm, yeah, hmm, yeah. As they've literally, like, ran a marathon. And it was, like, 20K. But the thing is, they had all these habits and routines that they used, and they kept following through with for them to be able to run that marathon. But they're not going to... They, they won't show you that because nobody wants to see that. But they follow through with it, and they stay true... They stay true to who they are. And what's really interesting is that I think a lot of the times everybody, not everybody, the common misconception with poor old Virgo is that they think that they're very cold and that they're very heartless and that they just want to focus on the physical, the physical things that you can change and that they're not necessarily compassionate individuals when in reality... It's the small little things that can make the world a better place, right? They show that they care for you by taking care of you through like physical things where have you eaten? Here, let me make you a meal. Or, you know, you would start to feel a lot better if you ate this. They're only saying that because they care about you. They're not trying to criticize you. So if, if a Virgo is giving you tips and tricks, listen, because that means they really, really care about you. And I, I just, I love Virgos wholeheartedly. They always have such pure intentions, but then the way that it comes across can sometimes be a little bit brusque that people are like, I don't like it. <laughs> and then they don't know why their loved one is angry at them. <laughs> they have the purest of hearts. And that's something that maybe that idea of like, compassion or tactful compassion that works for other people they can learn from their sister sign Pisces because Pisces is a water sign and they're all about the emotions and Pisces is very tapped into everybody's emotions Virgo being an earth sign doesn't necessarily focus on that and maybe sometimes that's what their partners want or their loved ones want they simply just want somebody to listen to let them vent out and explore their emotion not always just fix everything. Because uh, maybe that's not what they need in the moment. But that's how Virgo truly shows that they care, though. Through those physical things. Those physical actions. Now, Pisces is also a very compassionate, empathetic sign. Just like Virgo is. But being a water sign, the way that they express it just changes. So they are also here to be of service to the world around them. And it's in the sign of Pisces that all of the lessons that we learn and all of the previous sign come to an end in the last sign of the zodiac, Pisces. So all of the lessons that we have learned in each and every single sign into our journey to becoming more an evolved human being 
Pisces has taken all of that and used that to become their own individual. And really, they understand Aries and their idea of building your sense of ego, trying to figure out the world around you and who you are. They've understood Taurus's idea of exploring the world around you through all of the five senses. They've understand Gemini's need to understand your mind. They've understand Cancer's need to understand your emotion. They understand Leo's need to find that strong sense of self, to find out who you are really. They've understand Virgo's idea to get in touch with your body. They've totally understood Libra's need to have people around you. And they also have embraced the idea of Scorpio's emotional intensity to get in touch with the deeper aspects that make up who they are. And then they've understand Sagittario, Sagittario, <laughs> Sagittarius' desire for the deeper, greater meaning of life around us. And they've totally understood Capricorn's need to take that and to make the world a better place and to be of service and to create the world and civilization. And they've totally understood Aquarius's need to also make the world a better place and to keep, keep making the world a better place. All of those lessons come down into the sign of Pisces. And holy shit, is it confusing for poor old Pisces? Because that is a lot to take in. And it's also one of the big reasons why Pisces can be so overwhelmed. In the sign of Pisces, everything can sometimes become a blur. And that's why they're so empathetic, because they can really truly understand everybody else's perspective. They really understand all of the signs. Now, Pisces is also a mutable sign, but it's also a water sign. And so they are very in touch with everybody else's emotions around them. Which is very different when Virgo. They are very in touch with their own senses so they can understand if somebody's having issues in their body. But Pisces is very in touch with everybody's emotions around them. And similar to Virgo, they can take on everybody's emotional problems onto themselves. And boundaries actually kind of dissolve with Pisces a lot more because of that deep empathy that they have where their emotions aren't necessarily there sometimes because they're feeling everybody's emotions around them and it's a it's a very weird weird journey for poor old Pisces and that's one of the reasons why it's the last sign of the zodiac too because we go through all of this self-actualization or this whole journey to becoming who we are all for us to finally realize that we're all connected and that this idea of finding out who am I in this big wide world comes down to the fact that it doesn't necessarily matter who you are <laughs> because we're not so much more we're not that different and it's so funny because like Pisces comes after the sign of Aquarius and quite, Aquarius is literally the sign of individuality and being true to who you are and being true to all of the things that make you unconventional. And the reason why you have to do that is because there are so many different things, just like the sign of Aquarius, 
it reminds us there are so many different things that make us different. And that's the whole idea that everybody's different and weird in their own way. And that you're not actually that special to be different. Which is a very weird and confusing concept. I totally agree. But what that all boils down to is the fact that Pisces has all of the world's knowledge inside of them. They, they've absorbed all of the lessons of all of the other zodiac signs for a reason. That they truly actually understand the world around them. And yeah, no, so they don't actually have to do this whole human journey thing. No, yeah, that's it. They're done. No, <laughs> that's it. That's the episode. Pisces, does, Pisces is perfect. They don't need to learn anything. So no, it's really not that simple. Pisces is represented by two fish swimming in the ocean. Not ocean, just in the water. They just circle back and forth. And they kind of look like the yin and yang symbol. And that's actually like the physical symbol you can write out to represent Pisces. No, it's not. That's cancer. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you shouldn't even listen to me. Mm -mm. <laughs> I totally, I totally messed that up. Oh my gosh. But the two fish represent Pisces. And they circle back and forth. And they're just in a constant little circle and circular dance. One cannot exist without the other. And that means that that's also how life works as well. The same way that Virgo has to understand that the messiness is part of life. And that that's what makes life worth living. To be able to experience all of the different facets of life. The good and the bad. And that there's no such thing as just constantly just being that perfect individual. It's not possible. You're going to have your off days. You're going to have your messy days. That's part of your duality. And that's also actually why Virgo is known to be a sign of duality. Where, yes, they seem perfect, but then they are also very not so perfect. So if they, for example, if at work, if they are a very intense perfectionist, everything has to be a certain way, at home, they're the complete opposite. Because that's how you maintain that balance. And that's also what Pisces does too. Pisces reminds us that we need to have the good and the bad within life. And what I think a lot of people, well, a lot of astrologers fail to really understand with the sign of Pisces is that Pisces is a very spiritual sign. Having these, in a way, having the entire universe's knowledge within you is very overwhelming. Why you're so empathetic is because you understand all of the lessons that everybody else around us can provide you and teach us about the world. So really, you have this whole universe just inside of you. And a lot of Pisceans, their first instinct, unfortunately, can be to ignore it. As though you'll probably meet so many Pisceans 
And I was notorious for doing that too because I have a Pisces Mars. I wanted to reject the soft, empathetic, spiritual side that is a large part of me. And also my south node is in Pisces as well. My north node is in Virgo. So I, I wanted to just reject this compassionate side of me because it was just so overwhelming because it made me become a bleeding heart. And when the people around you are in so much pain, you take it on, you absorb it. You can't help it. It's just, it's a part of you. The boundaries there, those energetic boundaries are a lot more flimsy for lack of a better word. Because that, and, and I think that's a cross to bear with a lot of sensitive, empathetic individuals is that they can feel everything so intensely that your first instinct is to shut it all off because it's just so, so goddamn overwhelming. But by doing that, you're rejecting a huge part of who you are. And that is where you create this huge imbalance in your life. And you'll always feel this like nagging feeling like deep within that you won't always understand. And that's because you're ignoring that spiritual realm. Being an empathetic and compassionate individual means that you truly understand the way that the world works. You have a lot of insight. And that itself is a huge gift that shouldn't be taken for granted. It's just a matter of being able to channel that. Channel that empathy, that compassion in a way that is tangible. And that's where you look to your sister sign, Virgo. Feeling somebody's emotions doesn't do you any good. If anything, it makes you more, more sad and upset because you take on their emotions. So if any time you're like not really sure why you're feeling this way because you were fine like a second ago, chances are you've been absorbing somebody else's emotion around you or feelings. It's like, it's, it's weird how that happens. And being a mutable, mutable sign... You have, the, you have that beautiful ability of adaptability. So you're not moody if one second you're feeling this, one second you're feeling that. Chances are you felt somebody's emotion and you just have to let it go. And then you'll be fine. So yeah, you were sad a minute ago, but now you're not sad because you just you shook off of the emotions that you were feeling from somebody else around you. And so... Just feeling somebody's emotion doesn't do anybody any good, right? We want to have like a tangible solution for why they're feeling that way. And sometimes nobody really wants a solution, but they just want somebody to vent and listen and for them to listen to their problems. But you have to be able to do that in a way where you're not affected. So you have to learn to create a routine and a ritual that works for you. Similar to what Virgo does. And you can still be of service to people. You can still be just as compassionate. You're just doing it in a very pragmatic way. And I hate to break it to you. And this is something that nobody told me until recently. And I'm still angry about it. It would have saved me. I'm sorry. I think I like popped somebody's ear. It would have saved up. Saving me so much time. 
so much anguish could have been prevented had somebody just told me this that you're not you can't fix anybody's problems and you shouldn't be doing that and the only way that you can channel all of this deep compassion and understanding of the world around you is to just indulge in that world by yourself now what the hell does any of that mean Having all this knowledge of the universe around you, and that is what you have. You have knowledge of the universe. You know that there is so much that connects us as human species. That is really, it doesn't make us that much different from each other. We're all going to experience sadness. We're all going to experience anger. We're all going to die. We all have these universal experiences. That is an understanding of collective energies. Knowing that while we are different individuals, we're not that much different from each other either. And because the world can get so overwhelming, the best way that you can be of service to others is by being, again, of service to yourself. The same way that Virgo does it as well. That you have to explore your spiritual realms by yourself all of that knowledge of the universe that's inside of you is just a deep deep understanding of spirituality this deep empathy emotional intelligence really is what you also have use it for yourself first build a strong sense of self explore all of that spiritual knowledge and insight that you have and probably also crave Explore everything on your own, right? Go deep, deep within your imagination. Because having that empathy means that you, can, you are tapped into so many different experiences. And that itself is just a huge vessel for creativity. It's beautiful. It's so, so magnificent. But the only way that you can really channel that spiritual side is again through compassionate projects where you're of service to other people the same way that Virgo is where you go out and you heal people because I think a lot of the times especially if you didn't grow up with a very holistic idea of spirituality because like again a lot of them a lot of the bigger religions that we have they're focused more of on like the 3d things like oh you like for example i grew up muslim you pray five times a day you're spiritual and it's like yeah but how 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 why because or they would say that if you pray five times a day you're a good you're a good human being but like how you're still going off and like hurting other people but you pray five times a day so you're still huh it, it was really confusing because <laughs> nobody really explained it to me. And what that really meant is that when you pray five times a day, you're getting in touch with yourself, with your thoughts, with you're building these routines, you're building these rituals. And praying those praying five times a day was a form of meditation for yourself, where even if the world got overwhelming, you had those five minutes for yourself and the world would cease to exist. It was just you in your body, in your mind. Nothing else mattered. And so, 
I find that if you didn't necessarily grow up with like, again, those holistic experience of spirituality, it can be hard to understand what it means to be spiritual. It's weird. And I think a lot of the times we associate spirituality with like you just meditate for the rest of your life in a deep forest. But it doesn't work that way. We all got bills to pay. I know that. And so really spirituality can mean that you extend that deep knowledge and understanding to the world. So yes, you go out and you help the people that need that need that understanding, that need that insight. You go out and you help and you heal the world. Because that's the whole idea of building your sense of purpose. Building that strong sense of self. So you can figure out what it is you came here to do in this lifetime. And what you bring to the world will be very different from what the person beside you does. But you are just as valuable and you are just as important. So you have to take that time. And in a way, again, it's a ritual where you get to explore your spiritual realm in private so that you can feel healthy and comfortable to go out and extend all of that insight that you learn when you're exploring your spiritual realm, exploring that compassion and empathy that you have, you can bring it outwards because you built these strong sense of boundaries. You know what it is that makes you, you figured out what your core values are so that when somebody comes around and expects you to be a bleeding heart, you'll know that they're not just trying to manipulate you. That you'll know that it's actually coming from a genuine place of, well, I just need help. And I would really appreciate whatever insight you could provide for me. I hope that makes sense. But essentially, Virgo and Pisces both are here to be of service to others. But that only happens when they first figure out what their core values are. Virgo has to do it by exploring the world around them. Pisces has to do it by exploring their inner worlds from within first. And then they can go out into the world. And that's why they're opposite signs, but they're still just here to unleash all of their compassion out into the world. Both of these signs remind us that we all have a purpose in this lifetime to make the world a better place. And that even the smallest of things that we do matter and that they can have a huge impact in the world around us and that you have to maintain this balance and part of that balance means that you have to embrace both the good and the bad not only within your own life but in the world around us and that is just part of the human existence and that's the beauty of it all is that we're just here to explore all of the different facets of human existence. Yeah, we have to experience the death, the suffering, the pain, the agony. But by doing that, that's when we can appreciate all of the beautiful, good things that also make up the human existence, which is happiness, love, so many things. Love, happiness, beauty, all of these beautiful, beautiful things. And it's only when we're feeling all of these things that we know that we're truly alive. And that's what it means to be human is that we're alive. And I don't know about you, but I really wouldn't have it any other way. I want to be able to explore everything. And again, 
this human existence has to offer to us. Pisces has to embrace this different spiritual, compassionate side inside of them in order to feel at balance, to feel at ease. Because when they ignore that side, they're ignoring a huge part of who they are. And in a way, that's when they become lost. And they start letting the world get to them. And they start, they start acting out in a way that's very unlike who they are. So they unleash that anger. They unleash that rage. They're hurting people. But that's not who they are. In a way, it's a boundary that they created for themselves to think, to well survive. And it's what they thought that they needed to survive. When in reality, you don't need to do that. Explore your spiritual side, your compassionate, creative side on your own so that you can come out into the world and you can still, still approach the world with kindness and love and light. But it won't scare you or overwhelm you because you know that's what you have within your own soul and that nobody can take that away from you. And when you do that, that's how you create that boundary and manifest your, well, divine side is through everyday human things. We don't necessarily only have to engage in the spiritual world through abstract theoretical concepts. No. Divinity exists in the everyday life. Every time you make somebody smile, that itself is a divine act. When you're coming from a place of unconditional love, your actions are divine. And that, that energy that you have to give back to the world, it has to be expressed in the 3D. And so that's helping people that need your help. And it's just the smallest of actions. That is what Pisces and Virgo both remind us. That we all come with a purpose in our life. To give back to the world. We all have a place in society where we create a better world for everybody else around us. And it doesn't matter how big or small the action is. It's just as significant. And it'll always matter. Right? The smallest act of kindness creates this butterfly effect. It all starts from you. But it only can happen when you're really truly in touch with your core values. With what it is that makes up who you are. Create that strong sense of self. To figure out what it is, your purpose is, and what you're here to do. And Pisces being a mutable water sign. You understand that life ebbs and flows. That we kind of just have to ride the tide and go with the flow. There's really no way to control anything around us. And that's why you're the last sign of the zodiac. You know that we don't have to go out seeking answers and try to figure out everything else around us because everything we need to know can sometimes just be within us 
that it doesn't have to be a rat race. It doesn't have to be so intense. We can simply just go with the flow because we already have that strong sense of stability from within. And nothing can shake us because we know what who we are and what we bring to the table. And while it did take a long while for us to get to that, you finally know what it means to be human. And that's what you're here to remind us. That it isn't supposed to be that complicated. And that is all of the signs in a nutshell. All the way from Aries all the way to Pisces. And that is why it's a wheel. After Pisces, it all begins again in the sign of Aries. And a, a new human existence begins again. And they go through that cycle once more. It's never ending, really, and it's kind of scary, but it just keeps going. And that's the beauty of it all. I hope you were able to understand the signs for what they are instead of just the stereotypes that unfortunately pop astrology has put on all of these poor signs and I don't think is quite fair. And I just talked about energetic ideas. So you can apply any of these ideas that I talked about with these signs to any of your personal placements, whether it is sun, moon, rising, Venus, Mars, Mercury, moon. It's not just your sun sign. There's many different facets to your chart, which I talked about in all of the other episodes. And no sign is more, more than another. So you're not more of a Scorpio if you're a Scorpio sun versus a Scorpio rising. You're still just as valid. You can still understand the energies of that sign. It just comes out a little bit different because now it's your rising sign versus your sun sign. But that's the nuances of your chart. If you liked today's episode, I would love it if you could leave a review on plutonianaquarius.ca or even leave any feedback on any of the Instagram posts that I have about all of my episodes. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, please follow me on plutonianaquarius. That is my Instagram handle. And if you would like to learn more about your chart and would love a lot more insight on how you can reach your highest potential, I would suggest booking one of my readings on plutonianaquarius.ca. I have a total of eight readings in one pre-recording that you can use to your advantage. I also have gift cards available. So if you would like to gift any of your loved ones an astrological or birth chart reading, just go to plutonianaquarius.ca. That is all that I have for today. I hope you enjoyed all of the episodes thus far about the sister signs. Until next time, bye bye